everyone. You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. I'm sure you've seen it at your local grocery store, someone trying to choose a box of cereal. So many choices. Wheaties or Fruit Loops. Cocoa Krispies or Alpen. That's my favorite cereal, Alpen. Does anyone here remember Alpen? They still make it. I'm the only one. Try it. It'll change your life. We love to have choices, don't we? As human beings, we love decisions. I know I do. Hundreds and hundreds of channels to choose from. Seems like there are millions of websites, all the apps, and maybe you are thinking about, okay, I'm going to buy a car. Whether it's pre-owned or new, so many choices, so many choices. We love choice. Human beings, we're people of options, but I think that it's easy to choke on choice. I think it's easy to drown in the dilemma of making decisions. So on one hand, we like things with options, yet on the other hand, it's really sexy these days to say, well, I wanna simplify my life. I wanna, I wanna dial it down. And a lot of people say, I'm just gonna retire, I'm gonna check out, move to the mountains or the shore, and that's gonna be it. I am gonna make everything basic. I'm just gonna check out of life. So we have the simplistic and the complex. The fulcrum, the, the, the tipping point in the middle is, how can I have both? That's where the word and the theory of simplexity comes into play. Google simplexity. On one hand, life is complex. I think we would all say, yeah. I mean, even, even choosing cereal at a grocery store, that's a complex decision. So many options. Yet also, life is simple. It's basic. And as you think about it, and as you boil it down, I want us to come up with a working definition of simplexity because we all need it. I need it. You need it. Simplexity. If you're a student, you need it. What is simplexity? Simplexity is the ability to take and make the complex simple. To make the complex simple. For example, what do you do for a living? You might be in real estate. What do you do for a living? You could be a nurse, a doctor, a teacher, a coach. What do you do for a living? A homemaker. What do you do for a living? A pastor. You must explain and you must be able to articulate what you do in ways that everyone can understand. So you take complex truths, things that are difficult sometimes to break down and serve them up in ways that everyone can connect with them. How do we make the complex simple? One word. That's all I'm going to talk about today. One word. How do we make the complex simple? That's right. You can answer it for yourself. How do you make the complex simple? whether it be the things of God, whether it's your career, whether it's thinking about your education, whether it's your emotional makeup, 
whether it's, it's how you feel, whether it might be a certain thing you're dealing with. How do you make, how do I make the complex simple? One word, yes. Yes. <laughs> Let me say it again. Yes. You're like, and? No, no. Yes. Say it with me. Yes. It's just a three-letter word. Yes. We say it all the time. Yes. We said it already today. Yes. We said it yesterday and last week and last month. Yes. Basically, we're the accumulation of the yeses in our lives. Yes. Yes. I like that. Yes. Yes. Some of the announcers, when someone scores or something else happens that is really amazing. Yes! We say yes. I knew this guy back in the day. It was so funny because he, he was an intriguing personality, kind of a strange, peculiar person. Because when you would talk to him, when he would start laughing, he wouldn't laugh like normal people. Like <laughs> He would kind of go, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And I thought to myself, that's weird. And then I listened to him more and more, and I thought, he's saying yes. I guess he was affirming the joke I was telling. Yes, 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 yes. I hadn't seen this guy for about 15 years. I saw him the other night at dinner. And I said, Lisa, there's, yes, yes, yes. She goes, shh, shh, he might hear. I'm talking about yes. You want to simplify your life? Yes. Do you understand what simplexity is all about? Yes. You want to make the complex simple? Yes. 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 Yes, though, is really the new maybe. When we say yes, we don't really mean yes. Have you noticed that? Yes, I might be there. Yes, I could show up. Yes, possibly. It's just a three-letter word. And now, the huge implications of the three-letter word, they're, they're so prolific and so monstrous we have to bring in teams of lawyers and, and contracts and clauses just to prop up the implications of this little word. Yes, 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 yes. Jesus pretty much nailed it because the Pharisees, the religious people, you know, they were kind of into government politics and stuff. They were swearing by everything imaginable. I'm not talking about cussing. They were swearing. I swear by the temple, they might say. I swear by my neck. I swear by my great toe. And, and, and they were using all of these crazy things, these objects to swear by just so people would think, okay, they're telling the truth. It's kind of like today. We don't just say yes. We say, I'm not lying. To be honest with you, I'm serious, dude. Here's what Jesus said to these people. Here's what Jesus is saying to you and me. Here's what he's saying about simplexity. Matthew chapter five, verse 37. Simply let your yes be yes and your no, no. How do we make the complex simple? Simply let your yes be Yes, and your no be no. That's it. That's the message in a sentence. So it sounds so benign, so easy, so flippant, so pedestrian. But again, we live in a complex world, yet God 
simplifies the complex. Man, though, has complicated the simple. Let me say that again. We, man, left on our own, we will always complicate the simple. Great illustration, our tax code. <laughs> We're gonna complicate the simple. Yet God takes the complex and he simplifies it. God has given us a yes. Go back to the creation. He made man in his image. Everything was yes. They were walking around totally naked. All they had to do was just some, some, some gardening. They, they loved God and God loved them and they were living in the glory of God. Yet man said no to God's yes. And there we have man taking the simple and making it complex. God said yes. Man said no. You see, we're, we're free to choose, as we say all the time. God has chosen you to choose. He's chosen me to choose. So God said yes. Man said no because of our sin. Then God said, whoa, I'm not going to just have that no. I'm going to do a yes. So Jesus dies on the cross for our sins, lives righteously, dies sacrificially. God put his yes on top of our no, and now, I love this, he gives you and me the opportunity to put our yes on his yes. And that, my friend, is the gospel. I'll say it again. God said yes, we said no. God said yes, and God says, okay, you have an opportunity to either put your yes on my yes or not. And once we do that, that's it. So the most important yes that you can make or I can make is to say yes to establishing a personal and deep and dynamic relationship with Jesus Christ. We get to God through Christ by saying yes. So let your yes be yes. You take something complex and we've muddied everything and make it simple by saying yes. That's it. Now, it's simple, but it's also complex. And, and the Bible is littered with, with different examples of people that made the simple complex. Okay, think, think about this. Whenever you make or whenever I make an emotional decision away from God, I just, I just make it on my emotion, we get in trouble. Because emotions are complex. You remember Jonah, God's running man? God said, Jonah, I want you to go to Nineveh. Jonah, you put your yes on my yes, and here's what's gonna happen in Nineveh. These evil people will turn their lives over to me, and I'm gonna use you as a catalyst to make it happen. Jonah was like, I don't like those people. Their skin color is different than mine. Their background is different than mine. So he got so angry, so upset, he turned and went the opposite way. This is Jonah. He made an emotional decision. And if you want to talk about complications, <laughs> jumped on a cruise ship. The radar was so bad, it looked like guacamole. They threw him overboard, and a whale ate him. 
And then God gave him another chance and the whale barfed him back up. I don't wanna live in the belly of a whale. If I make decisions, if you make decisions based on emotion, that's what can happen. I think about Solomon, I call him solo man. Solomon, the wealthiest man who ever lived. In fact, dad wrote a book about Solomon. It's a phenomenal book. I don't think we have it at our bookstores. It's called Been There, Done That, Now What? You ought to pick it up. It's a brilliant book on Solomon. It really gets into the details of his life. Solomon, though, had it going on. He was, he was following the Lord. He was saying yes to the things God said yes to. Then he began to say yes to the things God said no to. He began to elevate himself, to, to, to prance around in his pride. The whole thing became so complex and right at the end of his life, he turned back to God. He said, man, I burned through, wasted 40 years of my life. What can happen? If we turn away from God, if we put our yes on his no, pride is complex. Pride will mess you up. You're taking something simple and making it complex. When you do something, when I do something, when you make a choice, when I make a choice, when it's about me or it's about you as opposed to God. David is another example. David made a decision based on pleasure. David, throughout his life, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. God said yes, David put a yes on it. David should have been out in battle, fighting the enemy. That's where, that's where kings should be. Yet David found himself looking after that Victoria secret model, Bathsheba, looking for her, seeing her naked, calling for her. God said, no, but David said, ah, no, no, no. I'm gonna go with pleasure. So he put a yes on God's no, adultery. And if you wanna read about the complications of putting pleasure on the throne of your life, read about the life of David. I think you feel me, don't you? I think you, I think you see what I'm talking about. In other words, if we put our yes on God's yes, our life will be a success. And when I say success, I mean living in the will of God. I'm not talking about having squillions of dollars, driving Bentleys, or, or tooling around in some yacht. I'm not talking about that. Conversely, if we put our yes on God's nose, our life will end up being a royal mess. It sort of rhymes. We either have a success, we do it God's way, or a royal mess if we go the other way. How do you make decisions? Because we're negotiating the maze of life. How do you make decisions? It should be a simple thing. God has boiled it down. You only have a certain amount of time. God says we're free to choose. God says, put your yes on my yes. It'll serve you well. It's what you're made for. Have you done that? Are you doing that? Because if we don't do that, we are making decisions based on the context of the situation. If we make decisions based on the context of the situation, and I just explained to you what will happen from those three biblical characters, the result is gonna be chaos. That's situational ethics, that's relativism. I'll make a decision based on 
the context of what's happening. There's no absolute truth. It's just me and it's relativism or if you wanna get real theological, it's nihilism. On the other hand, we have an opportunity, don't we? To make decisions based on the content of scripture. And the content of scripture many times swims against our emotions. It peels away the pride. It says, you know what, right now it's about commitment. It's not about pleasure, but those things will happen. God invented them. And when we say yes to Jesus and the things of God, we experience those in his way. So let your yes be yes and your no be no. The gospel is about yes, basically, and it's about some no's as well. Man has complicated the simple. God has simplified the complex. Matthew 6, We've talked about this text several times. This, this text is, is really about simplifying your life. It's, it's like what simplexity is all about because, because Jesus said in Matthew 6, but seek first his kingdom. That's what Jesus said. What does that mean? In your margin, right priorities. Seek first. People say, first things first. No, that was ripped off from the Bible, man. Jesus said that. First, God's a God of the what? First, yes. He, he says, I want you to put your yes on my yes. Make me first. Make me first. Make me first. First, God's the God of the first. There's something special about the first. First day of the week is Sunday. Sunday is fun day. Because basically, when we worship, when we do like this, and you don't have to do that when you worship, it's like you're making a big why, a big yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. So we come to church the first day of the week, and here's what God does. He multiplies the rest. We give God the first portion of every day. Reading his word, prayer, he gives us and multiplies our time. We put our marriage first, and the marriage is the main thing in the family, not the kids. Not the kids. Our culture says it's not the kids. Put our marriage first, he blesses the rest. Think about the tithe. You hear the word tithe. What is tithe? Tithe, tithe is 10%. That's the first 10%. I bring my first to the house. God blesses the rest. God is the God of the first. So when God says first, when he says yes, I say yes. And I, I love priorities. I love the word priorities, you know. You, you make the decision prior, really, to the decision in a way. It's advanced decision making. So if I ask you, for example, hey, where are you going to be over the next six Sundays? That's a no-brainer. You're like, what? That's a no-brainer. I mean, I'm going to be in church. If you had to, like, I'm not sure what I... I, I Maybe, maybe something is, 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 is sideways because we should go to church regularly. It shouldn't be an add-on, a back burner issue. It shouldn't be, well, if something, if something better comes along. And really, see, I don't need to preach this to you. I need to preach it to those who aren't here. Because well, tell your friends who come to fellowship 
you know, the Christer crowd, Christmas and Easter, tell them that I said that. <laughs> Christer. It's pretty funny, isn't it? That's really good. That's really good. There's, there's a lot of Christers. And you show up, and it's like, you know, usually, this is funny, during, during Christmas, we'll have anywhere between, you know, 35 to 50,000 people. That's a lot of people during our Christmas services. And that's awesome. I'm excited about that. And I want to look at them sometimes and go, where in the heck have you been? But I don't, I don't, I just. <laughs> Let's talk about the birth of Jesus. And... But from a pastor, I just, just, just please, please let me vent. This is therapy, okay? But you want to do that sometimes. That's okay. I'm glad they're coming Christmas and Easter. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Let's say, seek first the kingdom of God, the priorities. Obviously, what's the priority? This personal relationship. We say yes to Jesus. We say yes to the most significant relationships in life. What's that? Marriage. Now, as I've said so often, we would give our lives for our kids. Yet, so goes the marriage, so goes the family. We're to go to church regularly. You have intimacy between the bride and the groom when you worship, when you corporately worship. The result, reproduction. Same is true in marriage. You have that date night, mate night, at least once a week. You date your spouse, that's corporate worship. The bride and the groom joining together. You're saying yes to that relationship because spouses stay and kids leave then you're teaching your kids about what to say yes to. So we say yes to Jesus. We say yes to his ways relationally. We say yes to his church. I'll say it again, yes to his church. Lisa and I got married 33 years ago. And, and what if, what if I'd, I'd gone, okay, I walked down the aisle, you know, I repeated the vows and now I'm gone, man. You know, I'll see you twice a year, Christmas and Easter. I'll give you a couple of hundred dollars a year. Wow. Wouldn't, that wouldn't work very well, would it? We would have a bad marriage. Right? wouldn't be married, would we? No, it'd be bad. It'd be really, really bad. Yet, so often, isn't it true, we, we can treat the church that way. We can treat the bride that way, the bride of Christ. One day when we clock out of here, Jesus will say, I mean, what, what, what did you do with my bride? How did you treat my bride? Woo, major questions, yes. Yeah, it's simple, yeah, yes. Yes to the church, priorities. And how about purity? But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, his purity, purity. The Holy Spirit comes inside of our lives. Once we say yes to Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes in, and here's what the Holy Spirit does. Yes, 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 yes. This is what he does. We see something, we think something, we're gonna say something, we're gonna go somewhere. Yes, 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 yes. And we just cooperate with the Holy Spirit of God. That's what the Holy Spirit of God does. He says yes, and he agrees, and he brings up scripture, and he brings up what we are to do, and how we are to live, and what we're to put our yes on. We put yes on top of God's yes. We don't put a yes what God has deemed, no. 
that will lead to a royal mess. But if we put our yes on what God has said yes to, our life will be a big talking success. So we got priorities, we've got purity. God is a God of purity. God is a God who is holy. He is righteous. And we have the righteousness of Christ and the Holy Spirit says yes to us. Now notice the promises of Matthew chapter six, verse 33. You got the priorities, seek first. His righteousness, that's purity. Now the promises and all these things will be given to you as well. We will have the ability, we'll have the gifts to do what God wants us to do in this one and only life. So you've got, from God himself, unique abilities, things that only you can do to bring forth God's purpose and plan in your life and also in this great church. Sometimes people are like, well, I mean, come on, man. This church is so big and I don't know. I'm kind of fearful of getting involved and what can I do that great? I'm telling you, you have something that you can do that only you can do because God's gifted you in a unique way. And I would, I would implore you to get involved and to say yes to church involvement. And to talk about how Jesus has simplified things. I, I just ran across this verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse three. I, I just wanna read it to you. It says, but I'm afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, your minds will be taken away from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. Have you ever thought about how complex the sacrificial system was before Jesus came? Oh man, the temple and the Holy of Holies and the priest had to wear this and they had to take certain baths. And, and basically Jesus took 600 laws and boiled them down to two. Simplexity. And the two are in Matthew 22. Jesus said, love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Simplexity. Simplexity. Thank you for listening and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.